everybody. What can I tell you other than it's a whole lot of show? A wise man once said, and his name was Robert Plant. I got a whole lot of show. Okay, it is. There's so much to cover. There's so much going on. It, it's going to be fun. There's going to be a lot of bitching. So buckle up for that. There's going to be a lot of bitching. There's going to be a lot of uh, truth shoveling. There's going to be a lot of conspiracy talk. There's going to be uh, tales of dentistry and Mandalorian. It is a packed show. Uh, and it's going to be a lot of fun. As always. As always. And I want to kick it off right now by... Uh, we must be making some moves. We must be making some moves. I've now received an email from another company, Gimlet, talking about how well the podcast is doing. In, in, they're like, I think they want us to subscribe to their services to so we can uh, feel good about what we're doing and, and the people we're reaching. It works. Mm-hmm. It, it works. <laughs> Flattery will get you in my pantaloons. Uh, flattery will get me to crack my wallet open. Check this out. So uh, a couple weeks ago, I get this email that we were like uh, number 209 in Greece. Remember that we were talking about mm-hmm. how, how awesome yes. they are in Greece? And still, I'm listen, I'm not I'm not going to stop loving on you, Greece. In fact, I'm going to rub you down with, with scented oils and give you the full body massage and take you out for a gyro later and some spanakopita. We are... Listen to this. We're now up to 186 in Greece. Wow. Uh, yes. And then, now our good friends in Denmark are not going to be outdid. Our good friends in Denmark, I find this out from another company that 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 uh, charts podcasts, were 198 in Denmark. So, mm. yes, we can go to Greece with some Danish cookies and, and just... We're we're rock stars. I'm so thrilled. Why not I'm go? So why not go to Denmark with Spanakopita? I love that too. Why not grab <laughs> some baklava and and go hang with Ooh, the Danes? Baklava. I love me some mm. baklava. Okay, so before we take this side trip onto the the culinary delights of of Greece and Denmark, I think it's awesome, and it just uh, it, it's you know I know these companies; they're looking for money. So I can subscribe to their service and see how we're doing and blah, 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 blah. But it's just fun. I just really dig it that there's 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 people in Greece. There's people in Denmark. I know there's people in Canada. There's Australia. Uh, and it's it's a lot of fun. And and I really dig it. So if you're listening uh, in Greece, which evidently there's a, there's a bunch of you. And if you're listening in Denmark, anywhere, anywhere you're listening, I totally dig it. Thanks for sh- uh, talking about the show. Thanks for turning on your friends to the show. Uh, and for the love of all that's holy, uh, stay in touch. Stay in touch. So it's great. We're 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 international uh, loftus patties. We got we got Liberty Gimlet on the other end of the phone. This is a big podcast. This is a this is a big one. And so it, there will be, um, uh, uh, as always, a little bit of all over the boredness to it. But I guess. My philosophy has always been this, like, I don't want to offer up problems without some kind of solution or optimism or what have you, what have you. So we're going to try to do that. We we should probably just start with all this election hoopla and the media's reaction to it and just the whole, the whole sum of it, just the whole uh, sum of its parts. And we'll we'll dive deeper into little aspects of it. I want to start with uh, Sidney Powell. I think that's a uh, a good place to start. She is, God bless her. God bless her. Either way, even if you're a hater, even if you're a total hater, she says she's going to release the Kraken. She says it's already started. She says it's going to be biblical. She says, she says, she says. She's a lawyer, you guys. She's not... She's not uh, bagging groceries at the supermarket. She's not some homeless dude hanging out in front of the gas station asking you for a dollar, telling you, here's what really happened to the election. Like, she is risking it all. She's either going to be the, the the laughing stock and like, hey, don't pull a Sidney Powell on me. It'll, it'll go be one for the ages. Or you got to think about both sides of it. Or there's some truth to what she's saying. And I think 
as a rational human being, like unless she's totally flipped her lid and like I'm saying, unless she's totally just bonkers, maybe there's something to what she's saying. And so predictably, everyone and I'm talking everyone, 98 percent of the the news outlets are treating her like she's just a, a homeless lady out in front of a pet store with hanging on to a dead fish, asking people for a handful of spaghetti and some nickels. I'm 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 in full wait and see mode. I just want to wait and see. And man, these and, and this is just going to be a bitch session. We know why they do it. We all know why they do it. But it's just to me, it is just. And this is all of them. All the the, the news outlets. Where's your proof? Where's your proof? You didn't show me a shed of shred. There's no proof. You're saying this. Where's your proof? Where's your proof? They've got affidavits. They've got witnesses. They've got people who are going to testify. Isn't that enough? Isn't that enough? What now? Now all of a sudden we're we're four years away from 2016, and now it's you have to prove you have to prove your case to CNN before you can go forward. Is that where we are? I don't I don't want to live in that world. I don't want to live in that world. What do you think, there, Gimlet? Well, here's where I am. I wish they would turn the heat down a little bit on my governor. Not because there might not be something there, but their timing is absolutely terrible. Terrible. I we have think two Senate runoff races here. If you can prove there's something wrong with the Dominion system, that's fine. If you want to go into court and say we think Governor Kemp and the Secretary of State got kickbacks, that's an issue we can take care of later after the Senate runoffs. Do you really want to lose the Senate majority? Well, isn't it all? I mean, and just I'm just putting myself in their shoes. Isn't it all kind of secondary? Like if the accusation is Dominion voting systems, someone was making sure the outcome was X, Y and Z. Isn't everything else just lesser than it's like, hey, well, that's kind of my point. I mean, I have two attorneys who I have a ton of respect for based on their previous work. I think Sydney Powell is a very brave and patriotic soul. She left her career behind to write License to Lie, which exposed prosecutorial, excuse me, misconduct within the DOJ and highlighted yeah. the devious, devious malfeasance of people like Andrew Weissman long before he was with Mueller, Right. Everything she has said that was going to happen in Michael Flynn's case, every bit of documentary evidence, everything she said about the timeline has actually happened and documents are still coming out. And I think it's because some of them were caught up in the Durham investigation. So I have a ton of respect for her. Another lawyer, Jordan Seculo, who's Jay Seculo's son, who is part of the ACLJ, which is a very effective very effective legal group. I've right? never even heard of the ACLJ. Is that the uh, American Civil Liberty Jews? <laughs> no, the American Center for Law and Justice. Okay, Law and yeah, oh, Law they're, and. They're one of these. They're one of these. Um, they're a conservative group that represents like churches who are um, getting harassed or defend sure, um, sure. monuments, that sort of thing. They do very, a lot of pro-life it's a, work. It's a very different group from the American Lawn Justice. America Lawn Justice yeah. is a group of landscapers who pretend to be lawyers. Beware of them. But Jay Sekulow <laughs> was on the president's impeachment legal team. Yes. Um, so, and I, I respect that organization, and I certainly have a ton of respect for Jordan and Jay, right? Sure. But, guys, if you've got the Dominion stuff, let's just take care of the 2020 election and get wherever we're going to get with that. You don't have to blow up the Republican Party inside Georgia when we have two critical runoffs going. But isn't there a ticking timing clock? timing is isn't terrible. There a, but there's a ticking clock. With as states are certifying elections and things are going, and then you've got you know Sleepy Joe's supposed to his transition team and tick tock tick tock tick tock. Oh I, I, yeah, yeah. But my whole my whole point is, 
if the Dominion software has this algorithm in it, right, which is what they're saying, it's a it's a proportional vote algorithm. Okay. Yeah. That's all that matters for the deadlines you're talking about. What they're going back to now is how Dominion came into the state to begin with and saying that process was somehow corrupt. You can really just shut it for now and deal with that in February. Well, well, yes. Now, now if it's me and I don't know anything about the law, I just watch a lot, watch a lot of TV shows about the law. Uh, I would have I would have done what Rudy did. I would have done what uh, what old Sidney Powell did. I would have done a, just a giant shotgun blast of Hey, we're looking into this, that, this, that, this, that, this, that. This I, I would have. I just would have without laying. You know, you gotta you gotta have your evidence in your in your pocket. You know, you gotta be able to prove all this stuff. But by laying out the case for this is a, a vast conspiracy. We've got affidavits here. Blah 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 blah. Hopefully you can get someone to look into some part of it. Hopefully you can get some network. It's listen, we were talking about this a couple weeks ago on the show where if it was, it was my big, it was my big fear was my big concern. If, if the tech companies and big media can get sleepy Joe Biden across the finish line, that ain't good. That ain't good, Jack. And they are using all of their powers uh, to try to make that happen. And I, I got, if it's, and, I, and I'm just playing devil's advocate here, just playing a little game of make-believe. Listen, if it's true, I mean, Sidney Powell keeps saying this stuff. It's like, we're in, we're in 1775 land. This is going to be biblical. This is going to, I'm releasing the Kraken. Like if, if, if this is true, it would be, I mean, this would change everything. everything. And then the upside to, to all of this, again, the upside is that hopefully at the very, at, at, the, at the very least, we can stop this mail-in ballot nonsense forever. We need to change it forever. And then I guess to, to your point, it makes the article, makes the argument for, well, we got to hold on to Georgia Make sure these people get elected, but uh, it's we're at a you can feel it, man. You can feel it like the entire country. At least I can. This is just speaking for myself. We're it's a, we're at a tipping point. We are at a tipping point, and the GOP, if they think for a second that. The 72, 73 million people who voted for Trump are automatically going to vote for conservatives or just no. any old Republican. Mm-hmm. That ain't happening. That no, ain't I, happening. I've actually wrote extensively about this. and I'll be writing about it again today because there's a stupid article in the New York Times saying, Trump is trying to keep control of the GOP by making sure Ronna McDaniel stays the chair and da 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 da. He doesn't really have a political apparatus underneath. And I'm all like, wait a minute, 73 million voters kind of sounds like an apparatus to me. Um, (laughs) And, you know, should he decide to move away from the GOP, it sounds like one hell of a start for a platform that'll work. So, Forgive me if I disagree with you, Bat Signal, because, of course, it's Maggie Haberman with people close to the situation. God, I can't stand her. Um, Anyway, but there is a realignment going on here that either the establishment is ignoring on both sides or... Mm -hmm. um, the voters don't yet understand um, because if you look at it and you look at the coalition that voted for Trump that we know of, there might be more, who knows? Yeah. Uh, yeah. If you look at the coalition that voted for Trump, the GOP with Trump's agenda is now the party of people who make somewhere between 50 and $250,000 a year. And there's a lot more of us than there are people above that. Yes. Um, And then, and then go ahead. 
It also is not the race dispute that the left wants you to think it is. It's a class dispute. There is a segment of American society that is tired of the, the, the strategy of managed decline that started under Kissinger. Trump showed us all it doesn't have to be that way. And we're not going to go back to the policies that did that. And I well, really think if we go through four years of Biden and we have $5 a gallon gasoline again, um, we go back to the Iran deal, our current allies in the Middle East, you know, the, the Arab-Israel alliance that is coalescing around the fact that Iran and its, its clients, I guess, are the actual threat in the region. Um, if we go back into that Iran deal, that whole new emerging coalition is going to turn its backs on us. That that's clear as day. They're going to carry on without us. Well, we can. Um, here's where here's where it all boils down to, if I may. Mm-hmm. You have a, and this is this is the what I'm what I'm using air quotes the Trump coalition and like oh they make this much money to that much money and they're from the black community and the Latino community and da da da. The reason it is a broad coalition and the, the reason it is so big and and so popular because it's about right and lo- wrong it's about i i just and here's what i'm feeling americans there's a huge number of us that have just had enough of this bs we've mm-hmm. we're aware of history and it's like and it's like we talk about on the, on this show all the time there was a guy on who called in rush limbaugh and it, it Somebody tweeted it out and it's getting a ton of retweets. And the guy is just, you can hear it in his voice. He's hes just had enough. We have been sold a pack of lies mm-hmm. for decades, for yep. decades. And these freaking douchebags in their suits are like, well, John McCain, he's going to be the guy that's going to, oh, yeah, oh, oh, Mitt Romney, he's the guy that's going to die, 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 die. And it's like, you've got the left wing, liberal, progressive, then you've got the right wing, you know, air quote, conservatives who love to spend like crazy and they don't act like conservatives. And it's like that old thing, the left wing, right wing, same bird. And it's like that joke that's going around now. Who won the 2020 election? The government. And we're tired of that. And, mm-hmm. and here's, here's me up on a soapbox for a little bit. And it's what this guy was saying on the Rush Limbaugh show. He was the, the caller that just really, I just felt it too. I just felt it too. And we talk about it on this show. No one ever gets in trouble. So either we're being completely lied to and bamboozled. But when someone comes on and says, you know what, you can't destroy evidence, you can't destroy evidence, that's a crime. And you, that this goes back to the IRS, and like, oopsie daisy, we lost all the emails. Oh, actually, you know what, there's a backup server, and I think they're over, oh, darn it, darn it, that was accidentally destroyed. No, wait a minute, that was evidence, and then you destroyed it, and you said it was an accident, I call bullshit. Nothing ever happens. Nothing ever happens. Oh, Hillary Clinton... Oh, they smashed up all the things. And yes, technically she was breaking a law and you're not supposed to have a server there. Blah, blah, blah. No one gets on trouble. Huma Abedin. She's like, hey, here's a bunch of state uh, secret emails that I'm going to freaking uh, put on a laptop with my my husband, Anthony Weiner, and he's being hacked by God knows. Yeah, technically it's against the law, but you know, nothing ever happens. Nothing ever happens. Then you got you got freaking Joe Biden and the Obama gang in there talking with the, the, the head of the CIA and the FBI talking about let's use the Logan Act to get uh, Flynn. Let's get him. Let's get him. And then you get the FBI. Hey, do you want him to uh, do you want him to go to jail or just want him to get him to lie? And like we see that the government has been wep- weaponized. We see that no one ever gets in trouble. But I t- the left has no problem. Oh, Manafort, you're going to jail. Um, hey, uh, you know, other dude, uh, we're going to send the, uh, the the CNN and the FBI and we're going to have frogmen in the water and surround your house. It only cuts one way and we're just tired of it. And and to watch these GOP representatives, uh, you know, just just be like folding like deck chairs. Well, I've 
I think the president, this is embarrassing for the president to try to say this at this point in time. Dude, they haven't learned a thing. They haven't learned Was a thing. Was it embarrassing for Al Gore? Oh, my gosh. It, and it's, we're going to get into more media of it. We're going to get into the, to, to the media aspect of it, too. Uh, the CNN of it all, the anchor at Fox. I was just on Gutfeld, uh, and I, I want to talk. I want to talk specifically to everybody who's who's uh, mad at Fox and all that stuff. We're gonna take a little break right here, but we're gonna be right back. More good stuff, I swear. And it, I'm I, I'm gonna make sure the Mandalorian talk this week is in the C block, and then there'll still be Patreon stuff. But stick around. We'll be right back. There's nothing more predictable in life than the unexpected. Lightning will always strike. Hail will fall on roofs. Fortunately, there's AAA. AAA has been helping members stay prepared for over a 100 years. So when unusual storms, fallen debris, or sudden leaks happen, you'll be covered. Check, check, and check. Get the home and auto insurance you need by talking with a AAA insurance agent today. Visit AAA.com slash insurance or stop by your local AAA store. There's nothing more predictable in life than the unexpected. Lightning will always strike. Hail will fall on roofs. Fortunately, there's AAA. AAA has been helping members stay prepared for over a 100 years. So when unusual storms, fallen debris, or sudden leaks happen, you'll be covered. Check, check, and check. Get the home and auto insurance you need by talking with a AAA insurance agent today. Visit AAA.com slash insurance or stop by your local AAA store. We're back. It's still election madness. It's still the media. And of uh, once again, just like just as I quoted Robert Plant at the beginning of the A Block, I'd like to to quote another learned man who once said the fake media is the enemy of the people. The fake news is the enemy of the people. Boy, that one, that one is uh, is is holding up well under scrutiny. Uh, oh, very. Another one, too. It is. Uh, you, they only you got another hate quote? me because they hate you. Oh, yeah. This mm-hmm. is. Uh, boy, howdy. I, I don't know how it's going to shake out. I shudder to think, but I always want to be based in reality. I always want to be based in this could happen. Hope for the best. Prepare for the worst. Uh, I want to talk about this for just a little bit. There's a lot of people. I was just on the uh, the Greg Gutfeld program and it was a lot of fun it was good times uh tyrus was the happiest i've ever seen him uh cat temp was funny uh oh my gosh i forget the other girl's name she was she was fun she's always uh great too and then it's wild to see because the gutfeld show uh you know they tweeted out hey join us this saturday for blah 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 and so many people were just like, I'm, I'm not watching. I'm not watching. Emily, Emily Kim uh, Compagno was the other was the other guest there. You can feel it. Uh, the people who feel like they have been stabbed in the back uh, by Fox News. And there's the you know, there's a ton of them. At least they're, they're tweeting about it. Uh, I'll be very anxious to see. Or very eager to see rather what the ratings are like and see if there's been a huge hit. I know Morning Joe recently beat uh, Fox and Friends, so there's something very real happening here with uh, with people turning yeah, the dial. Joe and all that other sucks. Yeah, I would ask people do this. I would ask people to do this, and I'm not doing this selfishly. I'm and I'm not a huge boycott person. You know, you know how this is, but like. You can still watch the the programs you like. It doesn't have to be an all or nothing thing. If you like, if you like the way Tucker Carlson handles the news, uh, keep watching Tucker Carlson, and then you don't have to watch uh, another program on Fox if you don't like it. And if you like the Greg, you can certainly, and then because they'll see. Listen, these are these are network people. I've been in the TV game for a long time. I know a little bit. They can go minute by minute. They can really do a deep dive. 
when the people who own these stations, when when they look at it, they'll go, holy crap, we got these huge ratings on on Gutfeld, but then this other show, you know, takes a huge dip. So, and that will affect the programs they pick up. So I can understand why people are upset and they're and they're completely pissed and that's all well and good but it doesn't have to be an all or nothing because here's what you don't want and this is just maybe it's a huge rationalization in my opinion look at what the left has they have uh you know nbc abc cbs cnn headline news msnbc they have all these outlets they have all these outlets and that's and then it becomes like conditioning. It's a it's a it's a Pavlovian thing. When you're just walking through your life, just a regular Joe, just going to your job, and you're like, oh, I'm going to check in with the news. Oh, I'm going to watch CNN, and I'm going to watch ABC and NBC. You're, you think, oh, wow, I'm getting my news from three different sources. Eh, no, you're not. You're getting this the same talking points from three different areas. And then you think, oh, I'm smart, I'm informed, and that's that's wonderful. Here I go. Now I now I can vote and be well informed. And then they can t- say, "Oh, Fox is alone, and Fox is propaganda." Listen, if you wanna, if you wanna shore up uh, Newsmax, and if you wanna show uh, shore up uh, One America, and and watch them as well, by a, please, please, by all means, do. But don't try to. I would I would ask that you not try to. Oh, let's just destroy uh, Fox News. You're throwing the baby out with the bathwater there. And here's the other thing you have to be on the lookout for, and then I'll wrap this up. You don't just want to exist in an echo chamber. You don't want to, oh, I'm going to watch this news channel because they say the things I like. What you want, and hopefully this is where we can steer towards as a society, I want somebody who's telling me the truth. That's why why Fox News is, is popular. It's like people got tired of the the left wing echo chamber and like, okay, here comes Fox News. So we need more of that. So let's not try to kill networks that are that are maybe getting towards some kind of truth. Go ahead there, Gimlet. I I think the anger at Fox is (laughs) indicative of a much larger problem that you and I identified. Oh, I don't know. In episode four. (laughs) 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 There is a grave misunderstanding in this country, and it doesn't just exist among the people who watch, it also exists among the people on TV, about what the difference is between news and commentary. Yeah. So if you have commentators on Fox whose opinions you enjoy, you should continue to to watch them the same way you would read editorials by people you enjoy. Um, you know, you got to understand too, when Brett bear and I, I guess it was, I think it was Martha McCallum. were sitting there on election night. They're getting information in their earpiece from people behind the scenes. I mean, I think Brett bear is one of the most decent and honest folks on television who really tries to dig into issues and 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 breaking news yes um when he's calling election results there's a whole room full of people back here who are talking in his ear (laughs) that's not his independent decision making however here's what i'll say just to take the op the 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 flip side of this weren't polls I, I I thought there was when a. They called Arizona. Isn't Arizona on the same time zone? Arizona doesn't go to daylight savings time, so they would have been in the same in the same zone as California at that point in the night. Right, but like, so were there still people uh, not were, in Arizona? Were, so no one was still voting in Arizona. No one was still voting in Hawaii. Okay. No one was still voting in California or Alaska. They were all closed. If that's cool. Maybe. Maybe Hawaii or Alaska, but I mean, they call they call other they call other states all the time before the polls close on the West Coast. I've always yeah. thought that was a problem. Yeah. Well, here's what I think is going on, and because I find this I find this annoys me to no end. This this annoys me 
to no end. And I have to constantly remind myself, I don't want to exist in an echo chamber. I don't want to talk to people who just agree with me. I, th- that's That to me is, is crazy dangerous. I get frustrated with some of the talking heads on news programs and political pundits and, and people on, on Twitter and stuff who like they're still in like they don't recognize that we're in a fight. They don't they ref, I, I don't they keep taking this high road. Well, the media has a responsibility to do the da 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 and you just want to smack them and go, yeah, the yes, in a perfect world, the media has a responsibility to report the facts and blah 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 blah. But do you not see the constant stream of propaganda coming out of the other side? Like who on the left is is the is the counterpoint to our people on the high road? I don't see them. And maybe I'm um, maybe I'm living in an echo chamber. But Jesus, Mary and Joseph, the way they went after the Trump Russia collusion, they bit on that thing. They went with that narrative. Holy crap. Holy crap. And we've got on, on the other side, you've got Hunter Biden's laptop. You've got receipts. You've you've got uh, that 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 dude dude Tony Bubalinski who was on Tucker Carlson. I've got text messages. I've got receipts. I've got a stack of freaking evidence, and they act like it never happened. You get in trouble if you tweet it. You get deplatformed if you put it on Facebook. You get flagged if you put it on social media. There's actual evidence now. You know what? You know I was thinking about this right before we started doing. What if? There was evidence. What if there was an email from China on Hunter Biden's laptop? Hey, talk to your dad. We think we figured out a way to rig the election. We got a guy in a demean like that could legit. That is within the realm of possibility that there's a fucking email from a Chinese official. Hey, get this information to your dad. We figured out how to rig the election. Could we could we look into that? Back in 2016, you had a, a freaking a, a failed Russian spy. Uh, you know, Donald Trump likes uh, hookers to pee on him. He shouldn't be president. He's working with Russia. He stopped everything for years. And now, uh, isn't this embarrassing that Donald Trump isn't accepting these results? Hold the puffone. So to hear, so to have these political pundits talk about well the media's responsibility and shouldn't we be very careful to it's it's hor- it's horrible go ahead i'm pissed well just because i feel a need I, I, i'm please understand it's not that i'm not angry i am very selective about the people i watch and for example one reason i like tucker carlson <laughs> Is because he has decent liberals on his show who you can have a conversation with and they might have different perspectives than you on some things, but they are just as angry with the rest of the media as we are because they feel like they violated a public trust and a public responsibility. They're people like Glenn Greenwald. Glenn on nothing other than some fundamental principles like like freedom of speech, right? Um, Michael Tracy is another one. Alex Berenson, who's been all over this COVID stuff and used to be a New York Times reporter and they won't publish him anymore. Right. Um, I mean, there are a few. What Fox, in my humble opinion, needs to get away from is the Donna Brazils and the Marie Harfs of the whole thing. I mean, they're just so dyed in the DNC talking points that there is no discussing anything with them. And they put the same talking points out there that are on the left-wing media. They get the same memos. It's not like somebody who just has a different point of view. It is actually a representative of the DNC, which the other commentators, such as Dana Perino, Greg Gutfeld, you know, and the rest of them, they're not representatives of the RNC. Well, this is the, this is the, the crossfire syndrome. There used to be a show, uh, Crossfire. I think Tucker Carlson was on it for the longest time, and it, it went yeah, away. Yeah, said it got ruined because of things like this. Well, it started it, out as a legitimate discussion of current events with people who might hold different points of view, and it turned into, Tucker Carlson destroys so-and-so, and he hated it. Yeah, and then you had Jon Stewart go on and just going, just stop. Just stop. 
This isn't because mm-hmm. once once it, it it slowly morphed from like what you're talking about. We're trying to find out what's true here. We're trying to find out what's true. We're we're talking about philosophies mm-hmm. and how do you how do Ideas. you really help? Yes, how do you help people? What's the best way? What's a failed way? Blah 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 blah. And that's a good and lively debate. Then then through its own success, it becomes a thing. Ooh, I just like to watch that fight. I just like to watch a fight. And that's when it gets mm-hmm. like barbaric. And and when you are uh, in the business of just selling a fight and not trying to, it's it's not a search for for truth and what is true. And that's the other thing we're talking about this in the A block. I think that's why the the Trump coalition, if you want to call it that, the seventy three million people, that's what everybody's feeling. It's like we're being we're we're tired of watching the the fight and just the the bs when no one gets in trouble stop telling me if it listen if it's not a crime stop telling me it's a crime but if it is a crime someone needs to go to jail someone needs to get in trouble the the, the those chicks that lied about Brett Kavanaugh and that's the other thing that just i can't believe these gop people are just folding like such deck chairs on this crap you've got uh the the russia collusion hoax You've got the IRS Tea Party scandal. You've got what happened to uh, Brett Kavanaugh in those hearings. You had the phony impeachment. You have Adam Schiff talking about, I've got evidence. I've seen it with my own eyes. We all, oh, we got to protect the whistleblower because it's about, uh, you know, the, the Constitution. So there is a pattern of the left will do anything to win. They will do anything. If you just look at what they did to freaking Brett Kavanaugh, come up here and lie, bitch. Come up here and lie, bitch. They'll do anything. So to have to have Sidney Powell go, do you know what? I think this demo, this Dominion voting thing, it, this looks shady. That looks shady. This system, frickin', you, you've got MSNBC, 60 Minutes. All these people were doing big news pieces about it just a couple of years ago. Boy, you can hack these things easy. And then for the, them to suddenly switch and go, this is embarrassing. This is embarrassing. And to have people on the GOP to even entertain the idea that this is embarrassing. There's nothing embarrassing about it. There's nothing embarrassing about questioning the results from this fraudulent election, the mail-in ballots, the the data, just the allegations. The I, I want to hear all of it. I want to hear all of it. And then you reach this conclusion. We can't continue as a republic if there's, if there's a shadow of a doubt. If there's a shadow of a doubt and it doesn't work. So which brings me back to voter ID, vote in person, mail-in ballots are fraudulent. The, 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 the press, the, the French knew it in 75. All these other countries know it. You can't do mail-in ballots. So this whole thing of, oh, it's embarrassing. It just... Makes me want to double down. Boy, I cannot wait for uh, for Sydney Powell to, to keep going. I just want to hear what she says. I just want to hear what she says. She says she's got evidence. Let's keep it coming. Keep it coming. It's Monday. Monday it will begin. But this whole uh, nobody gets in trouble thing, it, it, can't, it can't continue much longer. Listen, I, I just want to say a little word of warning here. That, like that dude that called into Rush Limbaugh, it, there was a, it, it, it was concerning to me a little bit. I, I love the guy's, the, the man's passion, but there was a little bit of desperation in his voice. I didn't listen. This is, if this thing goes sideways, it, it's going to go sideways bigly. Like I don't, it, it, this won't Painfully. be. Yeah. Yeah. And then it's like. I don't. I, ooh, I don't even. Want, I don't want to go there. And I'm encouraging everybody to uh, to be cool. Be cool. I love that. Uh, I love that march on DC. I thought that was awesome. That was great. All the tens of thousands. Do you know they got that thing fact checked? They call it the Million MAGA March, and somebody put it up on on Facebook, and Facebook's like, mm, there weren't a million people there. It's like, yeah, oh, just kind of like. Farrakhan's Million Man March, kiss my butt. Yeah, it's like, listen, it's it's meta, it's metaphorical, it, it, but that's the kind of thing. And people will, when you ever uh, like, like, there's a spider on your wall, 
and you and you go to smash the spider with a with a piece of napkin or whatever, and the spider just goes screw it and just jumps at you. It's like I, mm-hmm. it's like a cornered mouse will just be like, yeah, there's a creature uh, attacking me. It's looking at you, going, boy, there's a creature that's like two hundred times my size. It's about to kill me, but you know what? I'm gonna attack it. At least I'll have that. At least I'll have that. I think there's pro- I I have to think that that mindset is in more than one American's mind right now. It's like, oh, what can you... And that's not a good place to be. That's not a good place to be. The Million MAGA March is a good place to be. The, uh, the, the, the picking and choosing your boycotts is a good place to be. Here's something I want to find out. And, and, uh, and then we'll go to a commercial break and we'll, we'll, we'll come back. Here's what I want to find out. I thought this, might, this could be fun. And I might, I might do it. I wonder how much money CNN pays to airports to be on in the airport. <laughs> so, right? So, or would, hotel chains. Found yes. That out this week. Yes, that would be an interesting. That might be a, a fun GoFundMe to go to airports across the country. Uh, with a counter offer. Listen, I know you're making this much money from CNN, but we have more money and we want to watch Fox News. We want to watch uh, <laughs> National Geographic, something else. We want to watch, uh, just uh, put on a loop, uh, uh, a history of communism. Put it on a loop, the Joseph Stalin story. Put it on a loop. World War II. Just like constant Prager review videos. Yes. Yeah, we yes, can do that. Yes, it would that. be like an educational, an educational experience to go to the airport. That wouldn't that be great? You're waiting for your plane and you're watching, you're watching Prager U. Are you watching? Mm-hmm. You're watching Loftus Party videos. All right, we're gonna take a little break. We'll be right back. As a small business owner, you deserve more. More confidence, more connectivity, more of the tools that help your business thrive. And at Cox Business, you can expect more from us. We don't just have sales reps. We have perfect plan identifiers, people who will work with you to make sure your business gets everything it needs and nothing that it doesn't. Your business deserves more, and that's why you can expect more from Cox Business. Call 800-526-8572 to switch today. In uncertain times, we could use someone to lean on. Blue Cross and Blue Shield of Oklahoma will stand by you with plan options to fit your budget. If you've recently lost your job, had a baby, or moved, you can still get the health care coverage you and your family need. Financial help may be available for those who qualify. Call 855-452-BLUE or visit hereforyouok.com to see if you're eligible to enroll. Blue Cross and Blue Shield of Oklahoma, a division of Healthcare Service Corporation, a mutual legal reserve company. We cannot uh, not give a shout out to Thanksgiving. Gobble, gobble. And uh, I hope you have a great one. And I hope you don't listen to anybody. Don't listen to... All the the naysayers and uh, don't listen to the Gavin Newsom's. Listen, this is just my opinion. This is the opinion part of the show. I, I, I'm looking at data about masks and no masks and lockdowns and no lockdowns. It doesn't appear to make a difference, you guys. It doesn't appear to make a difference. I'm, I go I, I when I'm in Target, when I'm in the grocery store, I throw on a mask because I'm lazy and you never know. But hopefully... Uh, human beings are smart enough to know that, oh my goodness, I feel sick, I shouldn't go out. But beyond that, uh, just it's the old, you know, quarantine the people who are at risk, keep them set aside and all that good stuff. But like Gavin Newsom, we'll talk more about, about uh, Gavin Newsom uh, and Thanksgiving and this the elites, the, the total elites. I tell you, history doesn't repeat itself, but it definitely rhymes. And we are... We're getting close to that whole uh, let them eat cake 
French Revolution part of our country's history. It's that's horribly frustrating. Okay, I want to I want to go into there'll be more politics, but I don't want to I don't want to be a liar. And then Gimlet just reminded me uh, that I did take a solemn oath to you guys about uh, some entertainment stuff, some uh, Mandalorian stuff. I'll I'll briefly say this about the Mandalorian, and we're on episode three now, maybe maybe four. I watched the one from last Friday night. We were promised last week. We were promised you need to go to this planet and talk to a Jedi named Ahsoka Tano. I got all excited about that. Then they did a little bait and switch on me. And they're like, ooh, your ship's broken. You have to stop at this planet and get your ship fixed by these people and do another little side mission. It's a little pissed off. That was not satisfying. Don't you go lying to me, John Favreau, Mr. Man. Is that like the casino thing and that horrible last, what was that one? Uh, oh, Remember yeah, the big... casino planet. Yeah, that was just, well, the mm-hmm. casino planet was just a total side mission. Just a reminder, we hate capitalism. <laughs> but with the Mandalorian, and I'm bummed about this. I'm bummed, and you're not watching, but I will warn you there are some there are some spoilers here. So uh, the Mandalorian goes back, and he's he's hanging out with uh, you know some some old friends of his from season one, and they're trying to help this planet out, and that's where they're settled, and blah 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 blah. But there's an old empirical base. Now the Mandalorian, the timeline takes place right after uh, the Last Jedi. Or the re- return of the Jedi, rather. The second de- the second Death Star has blown up. The Emperor is dead. You know, Luke Skywalker uh, saved his dad, and Darth Vader took off his mask, and he died, and the Ewoks. It's that movie. It's that movie. So there's kind of a little bit of a, a, a power vacuum in the galaxy. So uh, the Mandalorian's on this planet, and is in Carl Weathers, and this other uh, bounty hunter girl. She's like, oh, there's, a, there's an old empirical base here there's people on the base doing something but if we could just get rid of that this base this planet would become awesome so the mandalorian because oh you're gonna fix my ship for me on this side mission i'll help you destroy this base so they go into the base and it looks like they're as they're going to blow it up they stumble across uh uh-oh they're doing they're cloning people here they're they're cloning people now we know that later on uh, we find out, oh, the Emperor isn't dead. He's still alive. He's the true bad guy, and it's a clone, and blah, 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 blah. So it was kind of cool in a way. I'm really conflicted about it. I really, really am. It's kind of cool that they're they're trying to justify the Empire. The, the Emperor cloned himself, and that's why he comes back at the, the third of all the, the, the crappy trilogy. However... It bummed me out because like, oh, they're going to they're going to try to shore that up. They're going to try to help out that theory. I, I know that Disney doesn't want to throw away those movies. They don't. Cause they want to sell them. They want to sell the stuff. But it's really not good. It's really not good. There was a part of me and maybe it's the part of me that's 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 hanging out for <laughs> for Sidney Powell and Dominion. But there's a part of me that just one of them to throw out all three of these movies, these horrible movies. And this is, and this is my point. And this is what really, really bothers me about the whole thing. The, the six movies, you know, the Phantom Menace, attack of the clones, whatever the third one was. And then a new hope empire strikes back. That was all the story of, of Darth Vader. That's all Anakin Skywalker and a guy who goes to the dark side and, and then is redeemed. And all those six movies, that's that's what the whole thing is about. And Luke Skywalker, who's like, I believe there's good in you. And then Darth Vader at at the end uh, of movie six, when he picks up the emperor and chooses to save his son and throw the emperor off, he has redeemed himself. He was a good guy. He was very, very bad. But his final act before he shed this mortal coil, was an act of redemption. He brought balance to the force. He did it. He killed the bad guy. 
to so to continue on in that story and go, oh, but the bad guy wasn't really dead. There was a clone. He was cloning himself and he was still alive. It undoes everything. Yeah, you can keep three movies, but you're sacrificing the other six. That has to be, as I say it, it's too funny. As I say it, I get more pissed off about it. But it's like you can't throw away six movies because you got three shitty movies you want to sell merchandise on. You got you to gotta throw those things out of the can. So it was a bummer for me to see The Mandalorian uh, trying to set up that reality. Ooh, we're doing more setup. Here's some more setup. Here's some more. Ooh, look at that. There's the there's a clone of the Emperor. We don't know if it's the Emperor, but they're setting up the whole cloning process and all that stuff. So they're digging in. They're doubling down. And it's like the more you double down, the more you try to redeem those crappy three movies, the more you take away from the previous six. Okay, so that was my bitch session about that. It looks great, though. I love the production value on The Mandalorian. I hope you guys are watching uh, and all that stuff. So that's my little uh, geek, nerdy uh, aspect of the show. I had I had to do something about that. Okay. Yeah, I'm a nerd about other things. I can't participate. Okay. With this one. Here's the other one. I'll tell you guys this. I was, I think we were discussing it last week with, uh, with Paul Hare. Like I'm reading the, the Witcher books and I'm, I'm digging those. I can't wait for the Witcher to come back. That's the more I read those books. I'm on book, uh, three of, of, of the novels. The other ones were short stories. I, I'm not going to do that. I just don't think short stories. That just doesn't do it to me. Short stories is like, uh, a lottery. Well, what we had to re- what we had to read in our reading books in like fifth, sixth, seventh, and eighth grade. But like the whole thing is like with a short story, it's like you get all turned on and then it's over. It's like dry hump. It's more like a cereal. <laughs> right? Even if, <laughs> like, I mean, the only here's the only short stories that I've ever really even come close to enjoying are, are the Stephen King ones. Because then mm-hmm. those, they at least have beginning, middle, and ends. But it's never satisfying. I don't know anybody who reads a short story and goes, hmm, that was great. I wish it was shorter. Like you always, if it's good, you want it to be long. It's never satisfying. It's never satisfying. It's like, it is. It's like, it's like dry humping in high school. That's all it's going to be. Yes, there's elements of, of a good time there, but nothing's really going to happen. Okay. Um, I'm going to set my sights on a uh, on a PS5. I got to get a PS5. And then I want to talk about this while everybody's listening. The new site is up and running. Theloftestparty.com. We fired it up 2 nights ago. We fired it up 2 nights ago. I'm still learning uh about, you know, posting and how do you, you know, put the pictures up and the links and all that stuff, but I'm I'm digging in. Everyone else who writes for the sites, uh, we're digging in. We are finally out from underneath, and I'm not going to mention the name of the company. I don't know why I think I'm going to get sued or anything. Let's just say I had a very, very bad experience with a a company who promised one thing and then delivered another thing. I really got to be careful about this. I don't want to get sued. It was not a good experience. It was not a good experience. So I have the emails. Oh, hang on to everything. Hang on to everything. I'm, I always worry about slander, and I don't know quite how to go about it. Uh, and one of the things that I want to use the platform for, this is why I want more people at theloftestparty.com. This is why, why I want more people uh, you know, to, to follow on Facebook and be part of the conversation and join. The more, when, when you have a bunch of people and you decide to get loud about something, you can make real change. That's all I'm talking about. The more people who are involved in this whole thing, the more good we can do. So <clears throat> I'm not done with this other company, meaning in terms of <laughs> how I plan to refer to them uh, in the future. But the good news is now it's it's a independent platform. It's an independent platform. I don't have uh, douchey Von Douches looking over my shoulder trying to make sure. The, so... The the website will hopefully become more of what I always wanted it to be and 
you know, uh, more fun, more, 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 just pedal to the metal. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. This is also the scary part. And I, I want to spend a little bit of time on this. There is a, uh, uh, a platform. Everybody's going to parlor. Everybody's going to rumble. I also go to uh, CloudHub. Do not forget about CloudHub, you guys. Uh, Gimlet, you turned me on to these guys mm-hmm. because they don't collect the data and all that other good stuff. Do you know what happened to CloudHub? What? Listen to this. So the great thing about CloudHub, and, uh, and I'm just telling you guys, I, I everybody, Parler, Rumble, CloudHub, they all have to work on their interface and the, the ease of use for the for the customer and all that other stuff. But what I like about CloudHub is like I can go into the the left leaning room. I can go in the the liberal side of the the chat. I can go onto the conservative side of the chat, or I can just get it all. That's fantastic. I love that aspect. And then you can have like a little video channel over there. And like, okay, here's my videos. And you can upload stuff from YouTube, or you can go directly from your phone, your computer, and here's my video channel. And then there's shows and all that. It's a really cool little system. I got an email a couple weeks ago from uh, uh, the guy who is the the brainiac behind CloudHub. And without warning, the company, and I want to be careful about this too, the company that was doing the video services, like, hey, so, you know, you you say you're uploading to CloudHub, you're actually going through this third party, and then, you know, they're storing and they're putting it on, yada, yada, yada. That third party... Big one, a big one, big one, big one, said, we're not going to do your videos anymore. We don't know. So it's not CloudHub saying, hey, we're stopping you. And I think they've resolved the issue. I think CloudHub found uh, another company to do that work. But that is the terrifying notion. All these people go, oh, you don't like Facebook? Well, you know, start your own. You don't like Twitter? Well, start your own. And then you go to start your own and you find out, oh, wow. It's, it's, it's not just Facebook. It's not just Twitter. It's the companies that make Facebook and Twitter possible that are going to try to shut you down. That was a really, really it, – it's like when does it end? When does it end? Are they going to make us completely invent a new internet? Are we going to have to completely reinvent um, the laptop? Maybe not the laptop. I don't know about the laptop. I would say maybe – Maybe uh, mobile phone platforms. Um, you know, I, I listened to Glenn Beck talk about this at one point and said in a Biden administration, um, what he fears first is they're going to go after talk radio because they've tried to do it in the past and torpedo him and, and Rush and, and those guys. Um, and, you know, that he's had conversations with all, I mean, like, you literally have people who are no longer allowed to use banking services because of politics. Yeah. Um, yes. And, and there's an interesting there's an interesting interview, and you may not agree with everything she says or the way she says it. Okay, but I find Katie Hopkins to be a very interesting person. I like Katie, and and I, like I also don't understand everything that's going on in the UK because it gets underreported. But she had an interview with Candace Owens on PragerU a couple weeks ago, and I watched it because I hadn't heard an interview with her in a while. And um, she said at this point in the UK, she has no access to banking. They've taken her home. They've gotten her fired from everywhere. Like, she has been so depersoned in the United Kingdom. It's terrifying. Yes. It is completely you are persona non grata. It's like, it's like in uh, uh, that movie, The Ten Commandments, with Charlton Heston, when Yul Brenner was like, "Take his name from every statue, take his name from every," you know, and they just you just get erased. Good luck, good luck surviving in in the modern world but without a credit card or a debit card or banking or an online. You can't. Where I, I, I guess, I, and we've talked about this before, are billionaires, and we still do have them. Right. Yes. Need to start investing in things like server farms <laughs> because that's how you plug into the internet. Um, yes. That bypass the current routes. They need to, 
or fund some young upstart. But I mean, I've heard more than one commentator on the right that has said, over time, we're going to have a completely bifurcated economy. I can see that happening. I can see that happening. Coffee versus Starbucks. Yes. Yes. And that is, to me, that's the that's the glorious light at the end of the tunnel. Mm-hmm. Be- because it and we're just using Black Rifle as the example here. As more people go to Black Rifle, Black Rifle does better. They make more coffee. They get more customers. Blah, 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 blah. That's what I was just saying just a few moments ago. The, the, the more people you have on your side, the bigger noise you can have. And then suddenly if Black Rifle disappears, people get upset. The same is true. And this is this is the mantra. This is the mantra. This is the mantra. You know, Cheryl Atkinson, Tim Pool. Uh, Mark, any, you know, the Daily Wire, get, I, I, I'm hesitant. The only reason I hesitate about Daily Wire is it's, it's a subscription service. I, I cannot stand that model. But oh, lot, and and my goodness. A the lot of their part. content is public too, though. As There's much some as, subscriber only stuff, but. As much of the free stuff that you can get, like just Same with support. The blaze. Yeah, yeah. And, and this one. Tell your friends about it. Oh, I listened to this podcast. This guy has a website. He does YouTube videos. They're funny. And I'll and I'll say this again because it, it bears repeating and maybe it's just my ego. I know I could be meaner. When you guys come, when you see me do a live show, you'll be like, wow, you're it's kind of different. Da, 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 da. I'm trying to thrive in a horror. And maybe it's wrong. Maybe it's wrong. Uh, maybe I hope my maybe my whole philosophy is wrong. But like with YouTube and Facebook and all that stuff, I'm never going to do these big, mean, vicious, over-the-top attacks that I know will get clicks. I know they'll get clicks. They'll also get me dialed down and all that other stuff. I want to thrive even underneath their crappy little rules. Well, it's kind of interesting because I know you you don't like the subscribe model, but it kind of replaces the YouTube ad model, which takes all your data and creates a digital you, which is scarier to me than paying five bucks a month. But um, I heard Scott Adams says, basically say, yeah, there's the podcast I do on YouTube. You're not alone is what I'm saying. Yeah. And then there's the, po- then there's the interaction and, and videos I do on my locals channel. Yeah. It's not the same. <laughs> yes you know yeah. because he owns the locals channel so it it's just a different environment i think locals was meant to be a replacement for patreon and youtube to some extent but yeah well, but what you need and hopefully this is what i don't want to put words in his mouth but what i'm trying to do and this is what i always thought and this is the thing i think that is that is scary for, for the media and was the big eye-opener for me. I want somebody to be able to stumble across my content. I want somebody who goes, you know what? It's socialism, man. Socialism is the answer. If we all shared equally, things would work out and society would be so much better. Then I want them to stumble across my channel going, wow, socialism. Boy, they tried that. They tried a bunch. It doesn't seem to go so well. Look at what happened here. Ooh, look at all the, there's a lot of dead bodies in Russia because of, because of social, ooh, yikes, China. Look at that. Every it seems like every time they try it, it doesn't go well. But but are though the heart? You see the idea. I want to be yeah. the Johnny Appleseed that plants that little seed of doubt. That little ooh, maybe I should look at this from a different uh, perspective. Could I go to just a just a, a one side? Then then I'm ooh, then I'm screaming in the echo chamber to a bunch of people who agree with me. What's what's the ultimate good that comes out of that? Nothing. 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 And that's what. And that's what the left has had for so long. The left has had this whole, hey, everybody, look at it. Everybody agrees with us to recount now. Is being, it's embarrassing. It's embarrassing. It's embarrassing. So you have a bunch of idiots who think they're right, who may have just got a guy like Joe Biden into the White House and Kamala Harris. So here's what I'm going to do. Oh. Go ahead. Oh, I was going to say, what's interesting to me is because I don't tell the younger people in my life about these alternative platforms, right? Yeah. But I wait for them to come tell me. And one of my children recently came, Oh, I found this new video platform called rumble and they're subscribed. 
Yeah. The app is on their phone. So our digitally, like, Borg-like children have a natural sense for these things and understand the censorship issue. And especially those under, I'd say, about 24 hate it because they've been censored their whole lives in school. Uh, yes. Yes. It's, uh, it's, it's all good. However, and I'm just trying to, to pivot back to my little transition here, you've got a, a large segment of the population who may have, because they were operating under false assumptions and things that weren't true, and they were voting with their hearts and not with their minds, and blah, blah, blah. they were coerced into uh, voting for a guy like Joe Biden because it's a fight for the soul of America. That is, uh, in in my opinion, a big mistake. So here's what we're going to do. We're wrapping up here, and then we're going over. It's, it's hilarious. It's hilarious. We're like, subscriptions Subscriptions are bad. It doesn't help. And now I'm like, now we're going to go over to Patreon. <laughs> so, yes, there is some hypocrisy there. Uh, but you guys... It's uh, it, it, it is it is what it is. You got a great show. You got a great show here. Yes, there's going to be more show on Patreon. If you want, if you can, come join us. Uh, I love the community, and and hopefully, in the not so distant future, uh, Patreon w- won't be uh, won't be necessary. And and everything is just just wonderful and awesome and goodness. And there's legit sponsors and real commercials and all that good stuff. I love you guys. Stay strong. Stay optimistic. Thanks for sharing. Thanks for leaving comments. Uh, That's how we break the algorithm. We will see you over on Patreon. Patreon.